everyone is looking for love. And they're desperate to find it. We must show them love. We must introduce them to love, to Jesus. To Jesus. For this is true revival. Love is all they need. Everlasting love. Rise up and go and show them love. Revival love. Supernatural love. Jesus is love. Isaiah prophesied that in the end times that there would be darkness that covered the earth and gross darkness the peoples, but that we would be a people who would arise and shine because our light had come. And as a result of that, nations and kings would come to the brightness of our rising. Jesus said that we are the light of the world. In other words, we, through him and in him, can bring light into darkness. We should never be afraid of darkness because light expels darkness. We can go into the darkest environments. We can go into the most, most uh, deepest, darkest places on the face of the earth with the light and the glory of Jesus Christ and see captives set free. I'm going to show you a clip right now that is chilling in many ways. It's a story of a, of a young girl who was trapped in Satanism. She was being prepared to be the fifth bride of Satan. But the Lord intervened through a beautiful minister of the gospel who is full of faith and love. And that minister is our guest today. So I want you to watch this clip and, and, and just get a little bit of a taste of the story of this young gal who is a captive set free. And so I remember meeting Rebecca, and our, I brought our team with me, just a small team with me. And they were like, you know, Ange, is it going to be like a poltergeist? And I go, no, I don't think so, because God is God and Satan is not. And there is no demon that is going to come into this ground that we are on because it's holy ground, because God wants to get this little girl saved. It is about her soul going to hell or to heaven. And that's why we were there. And so um, I knew before she even got there because the darkness was so prevalent. Those Christians out there, you know what I'm talking about. You can feel it in your very being. And when she came onto the property, darkness, it was like hordes of hell were there. And yet there were angels bringing her in. When I drove onto the property, there was angels everywhere. And I was freaking out. I thought I had overdosed on my heroin, really. And it was horrible. But at the same time, I felt a peace. It was weird. And I was chanting and I was rocking back and forth. And then Angela, the door flings open without me touching it because at the time I was influenced, of course, by the demonic activity that was living inside of me. The front door flung open and I wanted her to know immediately, I don't think so, babe. <laughs> because your darkness is not gonna come into the light because she needed to know that God was God and that Satan was not, and that it, that it was truth. Then she sits me down on the table and I had all my, my garb on. And yeah, I was pitch black in my eyes. She had a very large um, marking on her arm, a tattoo, which stated who she was. 
And so what that meant was, see, we're all marked with destiny. Whether you're a Christian or you're in, into Satanism, you're marked. And because she was going to become the fifth bride of Satan, she had already had her element marked on her arm so that when people saw her in the natural or by the spirit, they would know who she was, that she had great authority in the spirit realm. She told me names and dates and things that nobody should have known. Her eyes were so pitch black. It was like there was no white at all. And as I started talking to her, this little girl cried out, please help me. I was, the demons were taking over me and I screamed, please help me with all that I could because I couldn't, I couldn't be influenced. I couldn't sit under the anointing that she was having around her. And the Lord just chose to ride in on me as a donkey, just vessel he uses. Um, but she got saved that day. She's like, well, I've got to go. You can either give their life to Jesus or you can give your soul to Satan and he'll drag your soul right to hell. They had sheets over their couches and tapes over the doors because they didn't know what was going to happen. I had a real hard time saying Jesus because as soon as you speak the name Jesus, everything has to bow before him. And I knew that she was relinquishing all power of darkness when she said his name. And at first it was like, oh, and she couldn't speak. And I said, you will say his name Jesus now. And as soon as I said that, it was like the hordes pulled back and she screamed the name of Jesus. And this shot, I'm telling you, it was like a shaft of light hit her and she was totally transformed. She gave me a deliverance and I, I remember her touching my forehead and putting a cross symbol and I blacked out and then I woke up and I was, I felt like 90% of my body was left me and I was filled with the Holy Spirit and I started speaking in tongues and I was drunk also in the spirit. We let Satan know that the blood of Christ is over this child and every door that was open, you have no authority to come back in. And then she got baptized immediately in the Holy Spirit. And then we, we had to carry her out. She was speaking in tongues and she was laughing and weeping. And I know that's what Jesus sees every time someone comes out of darkness into the light. You don't have to come out of that type of a darkness, but whatever prison you're in, when you come out of darkness into the light, you'll know that you are free and that you are loved and your whole life changes. And that's what happened to our girl. What a beautiful demonstration of the love of God to see a captive fully set free. And you know what? She is to this day out serving the Lord with all of her heart, transforming lives, touching nations. God has used her in such a powerful way. And it was because there was a woman of God who cared to demonstrate love and faith and release the glory of God. And that woman is Angela Greenick, who I have with me today. And Angela, it's so awesome to have you as our guest and back here again. And I just want to say that I honor you for the love that you carry, the faith that you operate in to see captives set free. And you've seen thousands of people set free from the occult and Absolutely. Satanism, witchcraft, oh, yeah. all those things. Oh, yeah. And it's really, you know, it's, it's, um, 
It's my DNA. Yeah. It's what I'm good at. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a good cook, which I am, but I'm really good at my job. And it's because I have so much of God's love and light mm -hmm. that I carry. You see, I remember being on that side mm -hmm. and crying out, would somebody come and rescue me? Yeah. From a little girl till I was an adult. And so I know that side. And so when God really started calling me into the ministry, but I would say, but I want, I don't want it like what everybody else wanted in the church. I want those that are in the darkness. Yep. And so I would jump out of cars and, and go <laughs> in the middle of the night in bars and, and find a Satanist and go talk with them and, yeah. and all the different, you know, anyone that was steeped in any type of darkness I would go into. I'm so grateful for that heart because I find that many people in the body of Christ are actually afraid of the darkness. Now I know that we need to be prepared. Oh, yes. I know that we need to be equipped and trained Absolutely. and we need to go in fullness of faith, but we can never fear the darkness because no. light expels darkness Always. and we're the light yes. of the world. Yes. Jesus put his light inside of us Amen. so we can go into any darkness and expel it. Absolutely. And I think of Jesus, he said, when the prince of this world comes, mm. he has nothing mm. in me. So of course, we have to make sure if we're going to minister in the darkness, mm -hmm. we have to make sure there's no yes. darkness that, that we're connected to it, that, that, right? That's, we need to be that's, free. That's the word. Because even in the book of Acts, it says that the demon goes, uh, Jesus, I know I'm Paul, I know, but who are you? The enemy knows who you are. Yeah. And that's the whole thing that really ricocheted in my spirit. And God says, you're a carrier of my oil. And it's so precious because that oil transforms yes. lives. And when you get one out, I'm telling you, it's like a domino effect. Like when a family gets yeah. one person saved, but it's different in the occult because you are seeing... I, we can take down a camp like that. Yeah. All you have to do in in the book of Mark 11, it says, and Jesus went and cut. He says, you know, we have to curse it to the root. And I learned something years ago, Patricia. God says in Mark 11, but have faith in me. And I learned that fear just it's a false evidence that appears real. That's what fear is. Mm -hmm. But God kept saying to me, daughter, you have got to have a faith that overflows you like you don't even understand. And a friend of mine said it's spelled R-I-S-K. Yes. And it's really getting out of that boat and walking That's on the right. water and having a confidence in God. Like God's not going to call you to do something if he doesn't already have it already equipped in you. He may not show you the fullness of the picture, but maybe he's waiting for you to get out of that yeah. boat and go walk and do it. And the love is what empowers you. Like oh, when yeah. you see someone struggling, you're yeah. desperate to help them. Absolutely. And so like. Honestly, when you're you're operating in love, mm. all caution is thrown to the wind yeah. uh, because love takes over. Yeah. And I feel, Angela, that, that the body needs more, more love mm. for the lost. It's so easy once people get saved to stay inside yeah. the church and yeah. forget who's outside. Mm. I was like you. I was in a background that was... Well, I was a confused soul for sure, but yeah. I was involved in the new age and some yeah. occult activity. Yeah. And, um, and and I was just looking for answers, yes. but there was no one there to tell me the truth. Yes. In fact, I remember um, a woman when I was in the hospital dying, she mm. was a Christian nurse and she came and rebuked me because I was, I was studying some new yeah. age material, wow. trying to find God in the midst of my despair. And she said, you're a witch and you're this and you're gonna mm. be damned. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I could have got saved if she had have loved me yes, to life. I was thinking, was yeah. that the pun? Was that the end of it? Like you got saved because I got saved, um, wow. but not 
through that person mm -hmm. or at that time. That's it was so, yeah. a number of months later. But yeah. God, he saw my desperation. He saw your desperation. Yeah. He saw Rebecca's desperation. Mm -hmm. And he moved in. He found a vessel who could yes. love. Now, you've been training people in this. So you're not the only one. You've got an army. In fact, um, we've got a, a, a DVD here called Redeeming His Bride. Oh. And yeah. you and Rebecca actually mm -hmm. did this together. Yes. It's got her testimony in that. So they can get this on your website that yes. is on our screen right yes. now. But also they can get familiar with a lot of the teachings that you have mm -hmm. and outreaches. Yes. And now you literally take light into the darkness and you take people with you. Yes, and I do. And they're never the same again. No, they're know? not. Uh, because, you know, you have people weeping on the streets. Tell us about that. Well, I really, the last few years, well, I come out of the um, porn industry, the pornography industry, and years ago I kept saying, God, I love that I'm in the occult and I'm bringing people out of the occult, but we have to get into the darker places. And I say, let's go. I'm like, let's go. I'm always like, I don't even have to think about it. So I said, Lord, I'm going to start training people. So I started going in. So now I do this big event. We already just finished our second year. They've over... <laughs> 600,000 people come in and it's leather and it's straps. It's 13 blocks of the most filthiest, mm -hmm. darkest, sexual. You wouldn't even want to think about it. I tell people, don't go to the website. If you want to look up Folsom Street Fair, go to Wikipedia because it's safe. But it's so filthy. It's so dark. And my husband said to me, Babe, why are you going? I said, because people are going to get saved. And so I'm just like ferocious in the spirit. Like the <laughs> demons know when I walk in there, they're not going to mess with this because I am packed, armed, and loaded. And I'll tell you, Patricia, my gun is <laughs> love, love it. but it's love. Yes, exactly. And so we had tents and we had 23 people get saved. Now you have to understand, people have no clothes on. It is sex and filth to the unbelievable degree. And they're weeping as they're hearing about Jesus because they're having an encounter with God. And the thing is, if you weren't there, they wouldn't have any hope. Mm -hmm. If you weren't there, yes. how would they have heard? Yes. But then they turn, and of course, they've all got spheres of influence, which I'm sure they share with mm -hmm. them. So 23 people could turn into 2,300. Oh, yeah. And there was such a change in the second year. Because the first year when I went in, there was a booth that said, Christian and gay is okay. And I said, it's not in my Bible. I'm not compromising Jesus Christ. People are like, well, there's kind of a light in there. I said, there's no light in there. Nobody's in there for Jesus. They go, well, there's a light. I go, no, that's a false light. That's not the light. Because when you're a glory carrier, you carry that oil. And the truth. You carry the, the truth. The truth is in that yeah. oil because it's Holy Spirit. Like, I, I'm stuck in Luke 4, 1 because Jesus said everything you need is already in me. Yes. And it is about the love. for It's 2016. 20 is to redeem. 16 is love. And the Lord really spoke. He said, it is a year the church has got to really learn how to love. I mean, really love not just themselves, but really love the people that are lost. And so... Larry, he's my husband, so amazing. And he goes, my first year and second year, he's like, are you okay? You're bruised everywhere. I'm like, oh, I was right in the middle of a mosh pit of about 100,000 people. And he goes, what, is, what are you doing? I said, it's a transfer of the anointing. People will look at me. They go, you, who are you? I go, oh, I'm just from, I'm out of this industry because I was. They go, why are you here? I have it over and over. And you know what I tell them, Patricia? I'm just here to love. 
And I tell them, they go, really? I go, yeah, mm-hmm. for God so loved the world. I said, listen, Jesus is love. Beautiful. He is a beautiful love. Yeah. And sometimes I think it can get like kind of crazy out you you know where you're going to hell if you don't give your heart yeah, to god and just that hard stuff i've and, never seen that really oh i have anyone. a lot no but i've never seen that lead anyone to the lord oh, no. you know it just pushes people more away from the lord i had that sign my first year out there mm-hmm. and it's really interesting because there are many pastors over a hundred or so didn't even know what's going on in their city. They're like, we don't even know that's going on. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's going on. And it's in a 13-city block. And it's really amazing. Um, I, I rent the Home of Peace, which is the first revival center um, on the West Coast in Oakland. Amazing history mm-hmm. of the true prophets. And I'm like, here I am. And I'm getting ready to go in and take the love of God. And um, it's so awesome. Like, we've had over 70 salvations. And next year, which is this year, of course, because it just seems mm-hmm. like yesterday. Yesterday. And can I tell you, I feel like I just got saved, Gus got baptized and fire, the Holy Spirit, got married, had kids, and bam, it is like when I go out there, it's like a rise and shine for the light has come. And I see people, because people always ask me, how can you go out there? It's so this and this. And I go, oh, I said, I have an angel. He's always got robes in his hands. And he says, remember, they're clothed already in robes of righteousness. Mm-hmm. They're just waiting yep. to have their names written. They're waiting yeah. for someone to tell them about the good news. And that's what's happening. Yeah. Everything's changing. You feel it. You know yeah. it. And they don't need to be judged. They just need to be loved. Um, Angela, I want to ask you a question because a lot of people ask me this. They said, um, like, aren't you afraid of, like, like because I know that you've led even the heads of covens to oh. the Lord and that and the high powered Satanists oh, yes. and that to the Lord. They say, aren't you afraid that they're going to get you before you get them? Mm-hmm. And I want you to address that because okay, we, need to, have, we okay. need to have a boldness mm-hmm. in the Lord, knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know that you carry that boldness like no one else. Mm, thank you. I just know that when God calls you, you're already equipped. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have a fear because I know that people are so steeped in such darkness and they are looking. That's why the new age, that's why all the medium psychics, all this crazy stuff, and it's increasing in in not just America, the world. And I just go in there because I know, see, there's a difference between power and authority, Mm -hmm. two different dynamics. People that carry power have healing, which we have, but when you carry authority, you have visible and invisible. Mm -hmm. It's a whole bam, it's like bam, bam, bam. You're gonna go in there and the demons already know who you are darkness rolls because mm-hmm. that's what Jude says he says to him who able to keep you from falling I've given you all power authority to subdue bring it back into subjection go take dominion because the world belongs to us people go well that seems like it's a little arrogant I go oh not my world honey I'm telling you right now <laughs> God told me to go yeah. and I believe that he wants us when you have fear again it'll start to eat and creep in and all of a sudden you're not going to want to go you'll start to talk yourself out Mm-hmm. of maybe doing it, you know, going out on the streets with the homeless. And, and I'm really excited. Like, I go into places where the filth is so bad, and they call me their pastor. Like, I go into underground bars and uh-huh. stuff, and I'm their pastor. It's so crazy. I love it. Even with the Wicca people, they go, there's Pastor Angela. They just got done doing incantations. And the Lord says, I just want you to go in there and love them. Angela, you are truly so known for your love. 
Thank you. You know, can I just share something that happened a few years ago? I was on the phone with one of your intercessors, and when you were, we were talking earlier, it just kind of stirred in my heart. And what had ended up happening was I was at a medium's psychic fair, and I was talking to one of your intercessors, and they go, Angela, where are you? And I go, oh, my God, I'm at a medium's psychic fair. Hey, want to play? Want to see who's who? And I talk to this, she's really high up witch, I mean high priestess, and I'm talking to her and she's falling in my arms and the intercessor goes, she hears everything, she can hear it. And the lady goes, what is this? I said, this is the love of God. Oh, wow. This is the Holy Spirit. She said, I've never seen, because their language is different, such an aura. They all tell me I have this aura. I said, it's called the Holy Spirit. But she was so enamored. And when I got done leading that lady to the Lord, I got back on the phone with your (laughs) intercessor. She goes, I go, well, I guess I better go, because I just feel like I just need to go get more people saved here. And I was on vacation. But I think it's really interesting that, you know, God keeps exposing and helping us to go higher. And it was just kind of cool story. But the lady got saved by the love of God. And one of the mediums, actually, her chair flipped back when I walked to see her. Her demon rose and my angels rose and they saw them. And I have this, like, I know it's this look like, (laughs) you're going to get saved whether you like it or not. That's in my head. That's what I see. There's like nothing's going to get in my way because for God so loved the world. Awesome. That he gave his only son and nothing got in God's way. Amen. That's where you see the power, like Mm -hmm. when you need miracles, when there's gross darkness, that's where you see the greatness of light coming forth. So that's awesome. When you do your training, Mm -hmm. um, can you share uh, with us what kind of things do you train your students in and how do you activate them? I train them in the word because the word is everything. I'm a real stickler for that because a lot of people sadly don't know the word. And so everything I teach in all of my books and DVDs, everything is word-based or it's not in there. And I do practical. So it's called show and tell. So I could do a couple day event, but I will take people in and train them. And I'm a real big believer in, you know, the anointing and of course communion and the purity and holiness, whether I'm in a porn convention or going into the Satanist, or I go into nations that are so dark, you can't even get in as a woman, let alone American or a Christian. And I have such favor. And, but it's really, I just train, um, well, I have this one DVD I made, The School of the Gladiator, because I'm just a gladiator in a suit, you know. <laughs> I'm a warrior for God. And I, I really teach on the different aspects. And so the occult is different. There's like, you know, mm-hmm. but it's all Bible-based, and it's, it's all beautiful. the Word of God. But it is taking people out, because you can just sit down and talk exactly. to them. Exactly. But when you activate It's when them, you activate. It's so important, accelerate. isn't it? Because, yeah. like, you know, we can sit in classes until yeah. Jesus comes. Come on. But that's not what's going to get yeah. the soul saved. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are afraid and they think if I just have a little bit more knowledge, mm-hmm. a little bit more teaching, a little bit more training, then maybe. But you know what? There's nothing like being just mm-hmm. thrown out into the deep end yes. and watch God move. Yes. And I know that um, when we used to do a lot of evangelism training mm-hmm. years ago with prophetic evangelism, oh, the dear students, they would just be trembling, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, this is scary going yeah. out here, you know. And but it, But it was like 
no once they got out there it's like they wanted to go again and again yeah. and again because it, it's it's like you get addicted to the love of jesus yeah. and you can feel the love that he has yeah. for for those that you're reaching it's, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful but angela i want to thank you yeah. thank you for being a friend of sinners Thank you for being like Jesus to so many. Thank you for being an example to us all. And I just want to address those of you that are watching right now. I believe that there's some of you who have been afraid to step out in some of these fringe areas. And a new boldness is coming on you right yes. now, actually. Right now, a new boldness. And receive that and rise up and just, and just go for it. If you say yes to God, all the opportunities will be there. God will make sure that they come into your midst. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember this, that God loves you with an ever lasting love. He really, really does. And join us again next time. and vision for an unprecedented global movement. All of the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of the living God. To ignite faith and destiny across the globe. God is looking for some people who will say, God, I am ready. He is looking for you. Join Patricia King, Heidi Baker, Stacy Campbell, Barbara Garlington, Iverna Tompkins, Clarice Fluitt, Pat Francis, Joan Hunter, Katie Souza, founder James Gall, and a special word from Joy Dawson for this worldwide event to impart commission, equip, and empower women on the front line. Is there anyone here tonight that identifies with this great company of women? Now is the time. Take your place. Register today. May 26th through May 28th, 2016. Scottsdale, Arizona. Men are always welcome. Rise up. Unite. Become a woman on the front lines. God has a plan to set the nations in order. And you're part of that plan. Draw your sword. I say you have fought too long with the shield of faith. Now draw the sword and enforce the word. Is there anyone in this house tonight that is willing to take up the mantle? Is there anyone who's willing to say, yes, I will take it?
This is Clarice. Clarice lives in the frozen tundra of Antarctica, which leaves Clarice lacking a church community. So she logs on to XP Web Church, where she can connect with a vibrant church community anytime, anywhere. Join now at xpwebchurch.com.